Welcome back to Model Student. I'm your host and friend, Alexandra Rain, and today my guest is Brittany D'Amelio, quite a darling, amazing, incredible superstar, <laughs> uh, supernova. I've been watching um, We Crashed on Apple TV, and Anne Hathaway's like low-octave voice as she says you're a supernova, feels simultaneously like a blessing and a curse <laughs> that show's actually quite good it's about every jared leto's in it too and every time i see him i'm like that's jared leto like my brain can't compute okay nonetheless um britney is a supernova though if there ever was one she is a semi-recent graduate she studied business and now she's working in fashion and i'll just leave the rest up to the episode. Does that make sense? Probably not. Hit it, cue it, run it back. Okay, bye. Intro over. Welcome, Brittany, to Model Student. I'm really excited to talk to you because, I mean, for so many reasons, but I know very little. I'm learning about styling and production. It's like a very foreign part of the fashion world so I'm excited to hear about all of your experiences um but before we get into that I'll just have you introduce yourself a fun fact about yourself if you will if you please yeah of course so my name is Brittany DeMello I'm 23 years old um I recently graduated from CSU Channel Islands with a business degree a fun fact about me is I used to competitive competitively dance so oh, no way. yeah Okay, I did, but for like a year. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was more like, um, yeah, I did for a year. How was that for you? Do you miss it? I do miss it a lot. Um, I do try to like, I mean, obviously like TikTok, I'll do like TikTok dances. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. But I do miss like competitively and like being out there or like I'd like to get back into like the dance studios like playground in LA or like like totally I feel like so I grew up doing like contemporary companies like modern dance all of that but what I really okay let me just ask you were you able to do an aerial like are you a trick dancer no No. okay (laughs) tried one time and I almost landed on my head I did that same I was going to tumbling classes for a year and I was like I have the biggest mental block with this like I cannot but I feel like so many competition dancers could like we're just so tricksy and flexible and I was flexible but for a dancer I wasn't flexible so I always felt so out of place out of conventions but nonetheless miss it love it incredible you should go though to playground and like millennium too yeah you know I'm still I think it's in Irvine right or I have no idea actually I've never been there was a millennium in Salt Lake where I grew up but I went and I would dance there but it was a very different like it was like the millennium here is so intense (laughs) or that's I maybe I'm just too intimidated by it but I've gone to like the edge yeah okay I've definitely heard of that yeah. Um, I've been there but I know their dancers and everything are incredible yes exactly I mean I haven't been since high school I'm like so intimidated to like get back into classes but I need to yeah anyways so you grew up dancing when did you become interested in fashion so I want to say I became interested in fashion um 
from like it stems from Bratz dolls that's what oh my I, gosh yeah. yes 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 oh I love that oh my gosh that's the perfect answer so which Bratz Bratz girl was your favorite Jasmine yeah okay. she was favorite I think it was also because I she was the most I looked like so yeah, totally just always related to her but then I saw the Bratz movie and I was like Jade had the best fashion so I was I like know. <laughs> I know. I I was just thinking about that. I used to watch all of the animated versions and I'm trying to remember their names. There's Jasmine. And in the movie, that was the one who she's like, she has a little brother and the grandma, right? Okay. And then there's Jade, whose mom is like, doesn't know she's into fashion. Yeah. She has like this secret closet. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. And, And then there's Chloe right who's the yeah. soccer one and who's the fourth um Sasha I think she was Sasha. Like the yeah then, yeah okay I really liked Sasha that's right okay yeah 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 okay love that so yeah. what age was that then like a little kid uh, yeah definitely probably like I want to say like probably three four okay from the beginning yeah my dad also was super influential in fashion for me too because he mm. would take us to go school shopping at like the mall and then he'd be like oh like you should try to pick out like outfits that you can actually wear more than just pick pieces which made a huge difference because then I would wake up and I'd be like oh yeah this goes together with that and it just make getting ready so much easier you know totally so you studied business is it I know very little about business colleges were you specifically studying for like fashion PR fashion like styling production or was it just like a general business degree or did you go in studying I guess my question is like studying business at college where you're like this is gonna help me get the fashion jobs that I want yeah so that's what I studied it for because I knew that being in business it was such a broad kind of major to where Mm -hmm. if I did want to do something else I would still be able to go into it but with fashion it just takes you, you know a lot to like find a business make your own thing try yeah it's just such a risk like I feel like the industry is just like yeah it's like I feel like just like pounding at the door and just like hoping someone lets you in honestly like but I mean do you feel did you feel more secure applying for jobs knowing that you did have a degree yes but also applying to the fashion jobs that I did want was a little bit harder with a business degree because they were looking for more like creative Mm. majors or more like design majors or stuff like that so I did try mostly going into like marketing because I knew that a good way to get into it and like applying for those jobs which I have I'm still applying for more jobs because I'm find like where I want to go and like internships thing but yeah just trying everything and like getting the most experience and like really figuring out what you want to do which is what has helped me the most definitely okay the timeline at three years old you're getting the rats girls dressed you do competitive dance your dad is like really helpful and like outfit planning like creating a look so to speak you go to college you study business knowing that you want to get into fashion you graduate did you have 
uh, existential post-grad crisis, <laughs> identity crisis, because I don't, it's like talking about like, oh yeah, post-grad is really hard, but it was so hard for me. Like, it was like, oh my God, what do I do now? Yeah. What was like the transition like? And like you say, you're still applying for jobs. Like fashion is such a weird yeah. space so, to try and get into. So what was that all like for you? It was more of like during my last year of college of senior year, mm-hmm. I signed up for this internship. I had um, ended up getting the job through the internship, thought it was the job I was going to stick with like after college. Um, yeah thought I was going to be there. This is where I was going to stay for a while until I decided that I wanted to branch off into my own brand, which is like my true goal of what I want to do. But it just didn't end up working out that way. I ended up leaving the company and then I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So now I'm just kind of applying to jobs, but also like I need to have a job myself. So I'm in the midst of serving and like I'm also a Bevcar girl so it's pretty yeah. fun it's not like it's a pretty fun job so yeah. it's been pretty good but I recently just had an interview for an internship for fashion assistant with um Notice LA which is a newer brand in LA yeah and we need to hear back from them and then Our fingers crossed for you <laughs> no seriously yeah I mean that's so I'm oh, sorry, what were you going to say, though? You were starting to say, and then. No, no worries. Um, And then basically, that's just what I've been doing. And then I've just been yeah. working on my own brand on the side just to keep the fashion side of myself. Mm. And, and yeah, I met up with a fashion designer yesterday, James Campbell. He was giving me insight. So I did have a crisis. And <laughs> so then I was, it kind of just made me feel like, oh, we got to work harder to get our brand to where we want to be. Yeah, totally. It's so interesting, like, I feel like the experience you had at the job that you got right after graduating and thinking like, yeah, stick with this. I feel like there's at some point or another in someone's life, the sense of like, I thought it was going to be this way, but it's really this way. And now I have to like redirect. And there's all of these like commas after what I'm doing, like server, barker girl, this and that, and like trying to, you know, just figure it all out and get it all into place, I feel like is the um, epitome of being in your 20s, really. With your brand, starting that now, like what, I'm so curious about that. I want to talk about like all the very practical things, applying for jobs and getting internships, but I really am curious like you just said, like keeping that fashion part alive in yourself. I think it's so important while you are being practical and like able to sustain living like a lifestyle to also do the thing that brings you joy or like is your dream for lack of a better phrase. You can maybe describe it how you want, but how are you fostering your brand now? And what does, what is your brand? So my brand is going to be um, a women's streetwear brand. And I think in the future, I want part of the proceeds to be donated to women's education. So Mm -hmm. everyone can get an education that they want or go to college or support them by just giving them grants or anything. Um, Yeah. And yeah, I think it'll be really good if, when it happens. (laughs) No, when it happens. Absolutely. Totally. I mean, I was able to like put I'm not I mean I was putting myself through college but so much of being able to do that 
without having to take on a massive amount of debt or take out any loans was because of like scholarships or Pell Grants. And so, I mean, it's like, I'm grateful for like all the donors who made that possible. I think it's great. It's very personal. That's like a very um, personal matter to me, like something that's positively impacted my life. So you have my full support. But right now it's more just like conceptualizing then and knowing like, this is what I want to happen. This is where I want it to go. Yeah, it's a lot of planning in the work. (laughs) Just because I feel like I know it's that's how it is, hundred percent. Yeah, I've like kind of as I'm getting older, I feel like I'm wanting to become more of a perfectionist or more um, just I want it to be good. I don't want to put something out. I mean, if you think about like a first impression or a first yeah brand line, brand drop, anything what what you whatever you want to call it, yeah. if it's not good the first time or if the material is awful or yeah it the screen printing starts coming off or anything like that you're not going to want to buy it again or else I wouldn't I would be like oh it ripped when I washed it or the screen printing came off when I washed it or the material's itchy I'm not buying it again totally definitely I think there's something so important about like longevity and taking your time with something especially if you want it to last like my friend um always tells me like Rome wasn't built in a day and it's like it's like oh yeah that's actually like a very solid piece of advice but that's amazing so are there Pinterest boards like do you have like yes okay perfect there is that's what we started with and I actually that's what I showed to um James Campbell yesterday and Mm. I oh nice look at like this is what I'm starting with and he like told me he was like oh this idea looks great it's gonna be fantastic like the colors like I have like I have like colors fonts like the type of like design that I want the how I want it styled like different Pinterest boards and it's just between me and my friend Janine who wants to start it with me but (laughs) I love that no I'm not kidding my friend Gretchen got her job she's working now at um James Street which is a knitwear brand and she got the job by sending her boss like a, her Pinterest. And I was like, this is, this is, <laughs> this is, yeah, this is me. This is like my vision. This is like the aesthetics that I like, whatever. And they're so, I mean, I love, I, I, my life revolves around my Pinterest boards, honestly. But oh my gosh, well, I'm so excited when it happens. I will be there at the launch party. I will be supporting any way I can because I think it's obviously, I feel like especially now with fashion, we're also aware of like the impact that it has on our environment. So it's like, okay, if we're going to do this, there has to, not there has to be, but I like that you're including having kind of humanity in it, I guess. I don't know if that makes sense. But... No, it totally does. I, I understand what you're saying. I think so too. Because then it also just makes you feel like you're not just buying clothes, but you're helping out other people. Kind of like Tom's is one for one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. I loved Tom's in middle school too. Those were like my <laughs> shoe of choice. Well, I'm so excited. I mean, I'm so proud of you also. And I just hope you keep with it. I mean, it's going to be great when it happens, no doubt about it. But so now on the flip side, <laughs> you're making your Pinterest boards, the dream is coming alive, but then you're also like on LinkedIn trying to find a job. <laughs> 
LinkedIn is my worst nightmare. I, that it's fine. It's great. Like it's great. Have you been able to find like your creative jobs on LinkedIn or where have you kind of gotten connected to like your internships to, to James? Like, what does that look like? So, um, with James, I, the, I feel like this is a great way to network. If anyone would like to network, um, get a job at a country club. Like there are people there that if you end up working there, you'll get to know the members. They're really sweet, really nice. And you kind of just get to know them. And then once you start talking, like I started talking with one of the members and how I want to start my own clothing brand, how I'm really into fashion, all this stuff. And he was like, my neighbor is James Campbell. Would you like to get some mentoring from him or get some insight in the fashion industry from him? And I was like, yes, that yeah. sounds fantastic. I would love to do that. So he yeah. set that up. And then with job, as far as jobs and everything, try everything. Mm. LinkedIn is also like what you said, my worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's, I, I just feel like it's very hard, like, it's just very hard. I don't know. I, there's also like creatively. Have you ever been on creatively? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Have you felt like you've gotten better luck with creatively than LinkedIn or? No. Just, yeah. I think it's almost about the same. I feel like it's really just like a guessing game. Um, honestly, I've just been applying for everything. One yeah. thing did happen to me, which was crazy to me, is I was applying to every single job. I applied to Patagonia where Patagonia has vets from like everywhere. Like they want people to have like 10 years of experience. They want, they don't really Um, hire entry level associate positions. Yeah. And I ended up like forgetting that I applied for this job and I ended up (laughs) an interview with them. I love that. That's awesome. How did the interview go? Which also, um, (laughs) bless you. Thank you. Um, when you're applying for jobs, do you get into like this LinkedIn haze where you're just like, okay, apply easy and apply, like kind of tweak the cover letter. Like it's just such a grind. Like you see, like it's so, I'm curious, like, what does your cover, can I ask what your cover letter, like just your general cover letter looks like? It's very short. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like two or three paragraphs with like four to five sentences each yeah um, it's really really short I mean if it was me and I was looking through cover letters I'm not going to sit there and try to read a five minute cover letter I'd be like um okay gotta go yeah next one <laughs> next efficiency. yeah there's something to be said for efficiency absolutely man I'm so because with modeling it's just like in a way I almost I mean there is like there's like um like casting network stuff like that but when you have an agent it's like your agent is the one who's doing all the LinkedIn work for you so to speak um it's just so interesting to hear and it's such a grind but I love the advice that you gave about working at a country club or almost like putting yourself and where opportunities could come up yeah so how where would you I mean, okay, so like you say, we're still entry level, but how has your 
this is so dumb because as I'm saying this, I'm like, oh yeah, it's literally just <laughs> applying for jobs. But like, how has your like career begun? Like, how did you get into production and styling? Like, are there like styling jobs like listed on LinkedIn? Because I feel like it's just knowing people, but it's that fake. <laughs> it's listed under like e-commerce, basically. Oh, okay. So that's a tip. If you are looking for a styling position, um, definitely look under e-com because e-com is normally setting up for shoots helping the stylist helping um like pick out the samples like that's anything Mm -hmm. under e-com because they're going to put all of that on the website and everything yeah um but I think I I started just by looking for fashion internships on indeed and that's how I need us another one Yeah. (laughs) yeah that's how I got my internship with Zoe Costello yeah and, and that was really fun it was definitely a lot of like stuff that obviously this this real like stylist or assistant stylist didn't want to do which yeah. is fine because I was still getting experience doing it and like how to manage samples and everything and, like how to steam clothes how to do yeah. everything that the stylists were doing but it was also like oh okay we're gonna send you here and then you're going to do this one task and then we're not going to have a task for you for another two hours, but we still want you on call, but you can't go back to the studio because they don't want a million people there. So you're kind of just sitting in a parking lot for two hours. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah, it's such a weird thing, especially like if you're a new face, if you're an intern, like you have to be on call, but it's like, like for New York Fashion Week I'd go out to castings and then right as I'm getting on the subway home it's like oh there's another casting across town it's like you have to be fully available but then it ends then you're like you say waiting in parking lots waiting just like (laughs) waiting around so how long was that internship and what was it like the good the bad the ugly everything like is it as glamorous like because I feel like I hear styling internship and I think like oh the devil not the devil wears Prada because you kind of see how shitty it is, but like, you know, very romanticized version. So what was like the first job you got after college? What was like the expectation of it like versus the reality of it? So with the styling one, that was about three months. And that was um, kind of exactly like what I told you, like I would do everything the stylist didn't want to do, returns, drop-offs, pickups. Um, all that type of stuff, P- picking up lunch. Picking I was up- just about to yeah. ask. <laughs> I was about to ask, like, were you getting coffee? Yeah. Yes, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah. I never met Zoe Costello through this internship. I think mm. because I was so young. I was 19. Yeah. And, um, but we were working on shoots for Halsey, and that was, like, her big thing. I was looking at clothes for Quavo um that was like my favorite part because I would get to go into all these designer stores and I'd ask for like what they had for Quavo or what they had for Halsey and I'd get to look at everything and I'd be like oh like that's really cool that's really good and like I'd send pictures um to Zoe and she'd just like them and then I'd take them back yeah and the next one I had um the next year which was through the same assistant Emily Deedle she contacted me and asked if I wanted to work with La Roche which like the stylist of the set of the like of the millennia like he's yeah. so good yeah <laughs> like he's, that's amazing 
It was so awesome. And then my favorite part of that internship, I think it was about two to three months as well. Yeah. That was right before I got my job out of college. Mm. Um, he was, the one time that I remember working was for Halsey's If I Can't Have Power, I Want Love, which was her new album. And she came out with an f- entire film. Yeah. And everything was Vivian Westwood. Like, Amazing. everything. Just the dream. <laughs> beautiful. And I didn't get to, so I, during the daytime, it was, I think I was there for like 12 hours. I was doing the drop-offs, pickups, everything that the interns did. And then once she left, because this was during COVID, so everyone wasn't really allowed to be in there. Yeah. And I think she was also pregnant at the time. So they really didn't want anyone. Protect her. Yeah. 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 And I remember after she left, I went in, helped clean everything up, and I actually got to meet him amazing and he was so nice like so sweet like we, I didn't really talk to him because I was kind of a little bit nervous like I, <laughs> I was gonna meet him that day yeah for so, sure but he did buy us pizza and I was like wow you're so nice like everything was cleaned up and then yeah that was like my favorite part of the internship and then yeah. after that I went into the internship for my past job mm-hmm. um interned for three weeks I think got the job as head of production production was really fun it was a lot of learning for me too of like where to they would get blanks so I'd like mark the middles of where everything was going to be on the sweater and like oh I I see yeah put them into the I worked like five to seven embroidery machines at one time oh cool I have I actually I told you I just went back to Utah but I got all my like my very little embroidery kit it's she's tiny not a machine but anyway so can you embroider yourself or just know how to do the machines I know how to do the machines and I kind of know how to use the software that they were using but that wasn't like I wasn't doing anything like design wise I was more just all the production that needed to like go out so the difference between being like a styling assistant versus like a PA how would you like separate those two because in my head I think I just kind of like merge them together yeah but how are they different such an elementary question but I'm learning here I'm I'm new I'm new no that's a great question um I would say that Law Roach, Zoe Costello, any of those stylists are definitely like personal assistants. Mm-hmm. And then anyone that was like a styling assistant, like Emily Deedle, or like um, another one that we worked with, his name was John, who worked with Law Roach. They were un- like right under him, basically okay. helping um, the personal assistant, helping Law, helping Zoe do yeah. it. Um, kind of more like managing the entire thing like I think personal assistants more have creative aspects of yeah. like a more creative freedom of oh I think this is gonna look good we're gonna make this mood board and this is the type of clothes that we're gonna find where yeah. um, styling assistants will go out task me like people like right, yeah. and be like okay let's go find here's the mood board let's go find clothes that are similar to this that's so kind of cool though yeah. that you're like on the ground yeah. <laughs> like doing that all and then production is more like the detail like the production of the clothes like mm-hmm. all of like the samples going through it adjusting yeah what felt what were you more scared doing if I can ask like um 
I think more of when I was in the presence of personal assistants, I was definitely a lot more nervous. I think production in the beginning, I was nervous doing it, but then as it became a day-to-day thing, it yeah. was like muscle memory or like learning a yeah. dance routine. Like I just knew yeah. it. Like I knew yeah. how to do it right away. Totally. So there's almost more like routine with production. And then with styling, it's like, who knows what's yeah. going to happen? Like, you just have to be on your toes. So moving forward in your career, like we talked about, you want to have your own brand and that being like the creative director and like owner of a brand, you're kind of doing everything, at least at the beginning, like you are very, very hands-on because I mean, it's your brand, Mm -hmm. but from now to then, like, where do you see, what are some career goals you have? What are some other jobs that you'd like to work, people you'd like to work with, brands you want to work for? Um, a couple of brands I'd like to work for is the the biggest one is Set Active. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, that would be a dream. I would love yeah. that. Um, and I think it their brand is just really cool. Like, yeah, I love everything they're coming out with. Um, I think it's great, and like just that it's like so comfortable but still stylish is awesome. Yeah. Another one is probably Frankie's bikinis, of course. Yeah. They're located in Oslo and they're great. I've been looking um, for internships or anything that they're doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, obviously like bigger brands, I don't know if they're achievable right now for an entry, but like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, anything like Prada. Yeah. Like big house brands. Yeah. That's so cool. Would you ever yourself want to be like a personal stylist, like a celebrity stylist or not particularly? particularly I do like the experience and everything yeah yeah yeah. I personally like would like to be my own boss like I would want to be dealing with people always like needing things all the time (laughs) yeah (laughs) unless I was the person that was like kind of in charge charge of it yeah yeah and like they were asking questions for like oh like what about this or like what about that or like more of like a collaborative effort yeah definitely yeah oh I'm so excited for you I mean I really appreciate like you (laughs) explaining like the very basic mundane things to me and I don't maybe this information is like super accessible online and I just have like never looked for it but I feel like googling like how to like get uh like obviously it's simple and the fact that I can just apply for it but it's like getting it do you feel like getting these jobs it's a matter of luck because fashion is subjective or what are your thoughts on that? I I think it's luck and connections it's who you know yeah. that's another big goal for me that I want to have before I start my brand is I definitely want to make a lot more connections I want to have a lot more experiences it I really feel like it's who you know like nowadays because like you yeah. were saying too with LinkedIn creatively indeed any of those platforms glass door yeah you yourself are just putting in a resume they don't know you they're yeah. just judging you from your resume and your experiences whereas how I feel is like if I went into the building and I was like hi like I really want to apply for this job like here's my resume like yeah it's such a more personal experience that you're like, oh, yeah this person seems like she would be a good candidate let me look at her resume 
totally I always joke with my friend Sydney who's another model like I can be a personality hire like just like get me in the room with these designers like I think I could at least try to win them over but it's hard when I mean obviously your resume your portfolio is supposed to like speak for itself but it's hard it's like it's touched me too it's like okay I need to get experience but I can't get experience because I don't have a portfolio but I can't have a portfolio until I have experience so like you just need someone to like take you on for the first time absolutely so work at a country club everyone (laughs) and then you can get going yeah what um I mean we've talked so much about like the very practical like everything else but for fun like who are some of your fashion icons inspo how would you describe your own personal style Okay, so definitely Halsey. Um, I, lately, kind of like Olivia Rodrigo is great. Haley Bieber, yeah. everything yeah. that she wears, I'm like, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, Bella Hadid. These answers are so basic, but like oh. the biggest in the fashion community, and it's like, oh, 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 my biggest one, Emma Chamberlain. Yeah, I, I love mean, Emma Chamberlain, and like yeah. just like her little vlogs and like her in Italy and like. Um, very I have so much respect for her I also feel like I I feel like when she first got the Louis Vuitton like sponsorship everyone's like what the hell and I'm like no it makes so much sense like like, I feel like the way that she's um not like pushed herself into the fashion industry but been able to carve a space of like oh yeah she's like a fashion girl versus like oh she's just like a little youtuber is like so admirable (laughs) it's like incredible how but I'm curious like as a fan of Emma how do you of Emma how do you feel like because I see there's certain people like with Emma where I'm like okay well anyone could do that do you feel not I mean in the sense of like if you work hard if you have your own style if you have something to say you can make a space for yourself yeah thoughts on that like do you feel like you could almost do like this DIY approach to like getting into the industry and like having covers with like Vogue Australia hosting the Met Gala like do you or not hosting interviewing at the Met Gala like do you think because I feel like for me I see Emma and I'm like there's hope like it can happen is there hope can it happen (laughs) like what are your thoughts on that I do think so because every time I watch her I'm like I could do that yeah I think could do that um and then I also saw this TikTok video of someone being like the way that Emma allows like she picks different artists um or designers oh I saw the same thing I saw that TikTok yeah yeah and I'm like that's so true she just has true faith in them and just lets them Mm -hmm. do their thing whereas other models or other people like don't give creative freedom because they want to represent their brand but I'm like I would definitely feel like I would be like Emma to where it's like, okay, this is your design. This is your brand. Show me how you can make me into your design or your brand. Totally. I think it's something, I think the reason why she is successful and almost, not almost, like Bella Hadid too, like with modeling is they just fully give themselves and like appreciate that they are part of someone else's vision and not yeah oh I love that okay cool I was just wondering so Emma Chamberlain's one of your others how would you describe your personal style you mentioned that you want to have a streetwear brand so and even like with like wanting to work for like set active 
and Frank is bikinis I'm imagining you as like a very cool like girl like a sporty <laughs> girl or no um so uh I feel like my personal style really depends on my mood that day <laughs> yeah absolutely I'm also a Gemini so <laughs> me, too. me too I yeah. you're speaking my language absolutely I feel like I feel like it used to be so hard for me getting dressed because I'm like I have to fit into this like exact niche yeah I'm like, no, I don't. I'll just wear however I feel. Yeah. yeah. Today, how, I was like, how, I like to do my makeup today. I like to do my hair. I'm going to do a yeah. cute outfit. Some days I'm like, I'm going to look grunge and like wear my docks and like, yeah. little, like all black. And like other days I'm like, oh, I like a pink sweater. And like, <laughs> I love it. So how, last question, since we're nearly out of time, how are you feeling today? How are you dressed today? What is it? <laughs> I feel pretty happy and I woke up and like had breakfast and had my coffee hung out with my boyfriend and yeah so I was like oh like a cute pink sweater it's also really cold outside here I know so, I love like, it me too I was like I need something comfy and like just and cozy yeah well thank you so much for like spending part of your morning hanging out with me I mean it's been so cool getting to know you and I'm so I just am really grateful that I get to hear about your experiences and hear about like I don't know a different side of it I feel like modeling feels so like uh, sometimes like I don't know that it's cool to hear about like other jobs and like the LinkedIn experience so to speak you know yeah totally but I mean thank you so much truly for coming on it's been so great talking to you I've really enjoyed it Before you go, it's that time in the episode where I beg like a professor (laughs) at the end of term who needs a, who needs um, student feedback for their tenure. This is my time now with you all to ask you with a nice big please and thank you to leave a rating and review. And if you like this episode and want extra credit, (laughs) share it with a friend. Okay. I love you so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.